it's so good to be back. You know, we're having a good conversation about mental illness. It is real, and you're not alone. We've all been there. So, welcome. I'm Bessie. I'm the mother of these two girls and the grandparents of London. Wish she having a mental breakdown. Okay, guys. <laughs> She's Chloe is here. <laughs> and Aiden, she he, showed up. He's doing his regular thing. And <laughs> that is so she's funny. gone. And she's gone. Oh man. We have Chloe. Yeah. Yep. That's our ride and die. That's our ride and die. Yep. We got Vicky. Here I am. And we have Aiden who He's it, fired. He's fired too. So that's my two kids right there. <laughs> kids. So you already need this. We we are we are you in good company. We will help you through this. <laughs> so it is Mental Health Month. Yeah, Mental that's, Health Awareness Month. Oh, Mental Health Awareness Month, and that's a really important month, especially when it comes to mothers, um, daughters. Um, we've been focusing on this year talking about self-care because you don't take care of yourself you can really lose it you can have a mental breakdown how did um, you deal with this anybody want to tell your story about um, our stories about like mom when we was growing up how did you deal with us when we was having our um, well issues each one of you are different but the same if that means does that mean anything to you? You know, when you are growing into womanhood, and you and you ladies and you girls know what I'm talking about out there. You know, it's hard. You all of a sudden you go into womanhood overnight, and you were playing with your dolls, and you were getting up and doing your pigtail, and they think you know, and you said, "Mom, guess what?" and and then and she said, Well, you're going to welcome to womanhood. And it's not easy. It you know, each child is different. I don't care how much education you give it, but when it actually happened, sometime depression was set in, emotional feelings were set in. And that's when they really need their mothers and grandparents and aunt to come in together as 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 we are women to pull our daughters through this because it's not an easy um what is the word i can say transition transition you know if you look at a scale from zero to 18 and here you are 11 or 12 and no play time i mean you're not playing like you used to. You're not that same person. You're trying to grasp who am I? And it is so complicated for that age group. You know, the middle age group is very complicated. It's just like everything is dingling on you. Like, oh, today I want to be the baby. Next day, I want to be grown. And it is very difficult to parent that age and that's when you need as many parents and uh, that have girls to come in to help you through this don't you think so patricia yeah i think so um 
But I think my focus, I think more of if if I'm not okay, if I don't have my mind together, it's hard for me to be a great mom to London. True. So I feel like as a mom or a dad, you have to take care of yourself first. Oh, yeah. Before you mm-hmm. even try to parent. And I think it goes as far as you need to recognize and understand the signs to let you know, okay, I'm not okay. Yeah, that's true. What, what, what's going on right now? Um, maybe I just need to take a break and place myself to do forms of self-care. And you got to figure out what what self-care is is good for you. What um, good corrective or supportive mechanisms that you need to provide support in your life to make sure that you're balanced. Because anybody that suffers from mental illness has an imbalance, a chemical imbalance mm-hmm. that needs to to eventually be balanced. So some people do it through, and sadly to say, you have a lot of people that's on alcohol, that's on drugs, mm-hmm. because they use those mechanisms, those things to balance their worlds, to get them out of the place they're in. Self-medication. That's what yeah. they're doing. They're self-medicating themselves to a place of, oh, I'm okay now. Because they probably cannot talk to someone or they cannot recognize the signs. If you're not an expert or you're not experienced or you do not have your certifications or you're not licensed or you just do not know or you don't know the signs. Sometimes their family members have things going on with their child and they don't even recognize the signs. And it was just to me, I think I've always looked in my life and I think it's just been a blessing to to have our mother as a counselor. As a counselor. Because at the time I was going through my issues, I think it was through counseling that you noticed, okay, something's not right. Yes. Okay. It was going through that that you recognize, okay, that's not my child (laughs) you know so and to me that's just a blessing in itself because imagine if you did not go to go to school for school counseling yeah where would i be that's a true question i'm so thankful that i i i was asked to go into that area because i wouldn't know the signs and special I have, you know, you have a lot of signs, and Patricia did a special. Patricia used to get up every morning. Now, it's 90 degrees in summertime, and she was putting on women clothes. Now, that was a true sign. Inappropriate dressing. <laughs> Don't look like that. I, because uh, you did it. It's okay. But you work yourself through it, and we work, we work through that. I don't think we work through that because I still wear cold outside and it's 90 degrees. I'm cold. I'm a cold. I feel like my signs, you didn't know my signs because I never told you my signs. I I hide my signs very well. Oh, no, you didn't. I knew your signs. Yeah. Look, you might not make that reaction right then, but we know our doors. And sometimes we just want to, don't want to believe it and we want to sweep it under the rug and thinking that maybe I will put a band-aid on it by go shopping. 
buy you these things and, <laughs> and things do not solve issues especially with mental illness it, it, yes I did know oh, oh yes because you know I did not want to know because I just went through Patricia I mean Vicky I'm sorry I just went through Vicky with her her issue and now look here come my baby that's crushed me Come on. Yeah, because you think about she just discovered and realized that her me mm -hmm. had issues, but it was issues that she had to could it wasn't like she found out and then now I'm healed and I'm better and I'm moving on. No. So now she has this shock of I don't even think I still remember I was in Morris Prime and I still remember. Mama, you said, don't you think you want to come and talk to somebody? She made it look like it was fun, you know? Mm -hmm. She approached me in a way that she didn't box me in that I automatically say no. She put it in a comfort of, yeah, I could talk to somebody. And and I remember it was a rainy night when Mama said, okay, um, can you come, come home? Um, you know, we want you to come down. We, we need to go somewhere. And I still remember it was a rainy night and I come home and I go to the to the young gentleman that I had spoken with and it's me, my mama, and daddy. And we're sitting on a sofa yeah. and he's telling my life and he's telling me that I can't go to school. I probably won't be able to work. I won't be able to have children. He's telling me all these things, and he, the final thing is he says that I want to put you in an institution. Oh. But because I know your mama, I'm going to let you go back home with her. So. And see, he saw, I didn't see what he was seeing. He went deeper mm -hmm. than I had ever, ever thought. Yeah. And then, you know, he went so deep that you couldn't come out of it. And that's not who we are. That's not what we are made of. We are strong women. Mm -hmm. And we can press through. And I and I allow him to say what he has to say. I respect that person. Mm -hmm. But I knew, I knew my child. Mm -hmm. I knew perseverance. Mm -hmm. I knew that she will not ever give up. And I wouldn't ever give up. And I tell you guys out there, never give up on your loved ones. Yep. Stick with it. And God first. Give it to God and he will press through for you. And you think God is not there? He definitely there with you. He is carrying you while you're going through it. Look at you now. If we, if I had listened to what he said, we put you back in school. So what? You made a C. So what? You made a D. And I but guess them D's and them C's become A's because perseverance. And people didn't know that I went to you and I said, Mom, I really want school. Mm -hmm. You really want and school. And I said, I don't want to be here. That's right. Can you, do you understand that when your own, your oldest child said, I cannot live in the house with you anymore? And it wasn't nothing against you. It was nothing it against, against you. Me. It was just, 
I knew that if I had to, because I prayed. When I got home, I literally prayed. I prayed for my life to change. I prayed for God to send me someone in my life. I, I described who I wanted, and and, and, look, and surprisingly, the person that I described is actually Shedrick. Besides all his little, you know, quirks, the the man that I described came in my life, and it was Shedrick. Mm-hmm. And I prayed. Um, I, I really wanted school. And that next morning, I talked to Mama. Mama um, talked to my Aunt Pam. And Uncle Al, I would love him for the rest of my, my life. life. He took me to school because I couldn't drive. I was so heavily medicated. So Mama and Uncle Al took me to school. I took her to days during this my year. lunch break. I, I made, and then your dad took you because he was working. But we pressed through that. It was, and every day I saw growth. Pam, my sister, she she saw growth, and you know, she gave me my medicine every morning. Put the juice on the side, and make sure I took my medicine mm-hmm. before she went to work. I was grandma there. Grandma didn't say mm-hmm. not at the time. Mm-hmm. And I like to say this: you're not a bad parent. You uh, you're not parenting when you do nothing. And you sit there and let it happen. Because each one of us, we have that same, um, everyone has some type of illness. Um, a divorce might bring it through, an accident might bring it out, a death might bring it out. You never know. Because it lies dormant. It's dormant. It's, it's, it's we have mental illness, we have cancer, it's an illness. Don't forget that word, illness. It's not a taboo, uh-huh. it's not a curse. Uh-huh. It's an illness and we have every illness that is dormant in our body. So, but look at her now. Suppose I had given up and left her in Atlanta. Atlanta. <laughs> She'll be having her, uh, a grocery cart, I've had hair straight up in her head, homeless. homeless. I'm thinking I have been alive. No. Yes. You mm-hmm. know, and so. Tell me about, tell I still remember. <laughs> like, mama didn't say much. Um, it was always when she, I just know, she just, like, I'm just laughing. Like, okay, we're going. I don't know if you even told me it was going to the Atlanta. I just got in the car. And I just get in the car, we pull up, we're at this apartment complex, and then we see, now we're in Vicky's apartment. But it was in shambles. And it was paper. Everywhere. I just remember paper, paper, paper everywhere. Like, you're walking over paper. Like, you know, like, hoarders have stuff everywhere. She didn't have stuff. She had paper. You're moving paper. It was just so out of order. But never, Mama never said anything. I didn't say anything. I think Mama was going through. Was you going through the paper? Were you just in shock looking? I was just trying to figure out where Vicky was at. Because she wasn't there. She wasn't there. Well, I had to call her and see where she was at. I knew it was, you know, you could read all the books you want to read. But this stuff is real. Mm-hmm. And when, once it hit in your family, 
it is so real. I just wanted to get to her, hold her, and give her a safety zone and let her know it's going to be okay. And she didn't look good. She looked like she was going to crack. She looked like a... Drug baby, but, but you wasn't. I wasn't. I she wasn't. wasn't. That was the she crazy wasn't. part. I never. She didn't eat. She didn't eat. Um, mm-hmm. It. I and did. then I and I took like probably probably, and it could have been around the time that I had um, took all these pills, and I um, took. Um, she even tried to smoke. Yeah, I that was she, crazy. Like, yeah, I remember one time she got out of the car. And she had me in the cigarettes. <laughs> and I said, thank you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was just, because I did that, that time when y'all probably came, it was a time where I took some, um, one of my moments I just wanted to end my life, so I did pills and alcohol, mm-hmm. right? And so, I, when I woke up, I don't know how long I slept. Because I, I, I came, I don't know how long I was out. Was you ever out there with the homeless? I think you said you yeah, slept I out used, there. Yeah, I couldn't. There was times when I, I lived on campus, and Mama let, allowed me to have my car, and I couldn't sleep. So I would just go sit out in the, car, in the park. And, you know, and sometimes we think that God is never with us. Always. God was with me every moment of my life. Can you imagine just being in your car, a young girl? college girl just sitting in my car and I fall asleep and I mean or just yeah because somebody could have taken you somebody could have taken me but that was prayer and every time you put yourself in danger I went on my knees I felt it see mm-hmm. I just said Jane she's in danger and I'll go on my knees and Jane will go and he will you know get on his knees and we will just pray for covered, asking God to cover her and to be with her. And you know, it's it's hard thing. It's just it's, it's harder than uh, the doctor can come in and say you have cancer and these are the things we're going to do. You know what what's going to come after. Uh, you start off with your chemo and tell you about your hair yes. and you tell you're gonna do you're gonna do shots and everything. Everything is lined out. It's an outline. But mental illness, That's you great. take one minute, one second and a day at a time. Cause you never know. You never know. And you know And it's like a it's almost like a silent killer. It's a silent killer. Because yeah. no one really recognized because I went back and I started thinking fall i was on the on the top of my game a's b's yeah. i could get things done Ooh, come spring mm-hmm. it was it was downhill downhill c's d's it was crazy mm-hmm. but it was like telltale signs that no one hmm. you have and you, you always had a smile on your face i always had a smile on my face I've always wanted to please people, make people, you know, and so it was almost, you didn't know that the person was hurting on the inside because people look at you based on what you look like. I didn't come across as I had an illness, you know? Yeah. But, you know, but I did, you know? I did. I I, I mean, there was times I did wanted to lay in the bed and just not get up. 
Well, I, I, I can understand that. I've been through that. Mm -hmm. But I had to, you know, I had to press through it. And it could be the smallest thing that triggers it. Yeah, it was just the smallest yes. thing that you just don't know. And I just deal with anxiety. It was so bad, you know, and I just, like, I had to protect my kids. And I had to, um, I was just so worried. What if and what if and what this person going to say? But that's when I, I couldn't, I couldn't grasp what I, I was going through. But we all grow through things. We all go through mental illness, some form of fashion. This is different. And it's some different. people can bounce out of it. Just, mm -hmm. And some people can shake it off, mm -hmm. you know. But some will go deep because mm -hmm. I don't, you know, that's how Vicky got into Florida State. You know, it's sunshine. It's sunshine. We know that it was very expensive, but it was worth saving a life, especially a precious and life. Know, you and, and it was luckily because um, I was doing, um, you know, at the time I still, and they was the one that said, I think you probably also have seasonal depression. That's why we and made so, that move. And so they told me to I had somewhere. They said Florida, mm -hmm. California. It's, I can't even Sunshine. Earth. Sunshine. Sunshine. So, yeah. And then Florida, um, during the fall season, during the, actually the early parts of the winter, mm -hmm. um, Florida State allowed me to go into their, um, They they had to like a um, uh, it was called it's called a light you, you it was like yeah it, it was like a um it's it's a I light. can't even think of it therapy it's, yeah, light, it's a it's light, light, therapy. light therapy that's it, what it was it's a light and therapy. I used that and and it helped me um you know that school really worked with me yes. my professors my advisor even the um, the dean. They definitely worked with me on my last semester there. And then what they did was they um, they removed some of the grades I had made for me. From? Um, that I had failed. And for a second. And they removed some of the grades that allowed me to just graduate after they just knew my story and some what I was going through. So they removed some of the grades and um, that's when they really started working towards helping me. And um, you need to be you know, open. And it was, and you know, and I guess throughout throughout everything I went through, because I wanted, I wanted it. Mm -hmm. I, I I really wanted success. You know, I wanted to not live because he also said that I could have been on Social Security mm -hmm. at the time. Yeah. And I didn't want it. I made the phone call. I didn't want to. And then I said, I, 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 I couldn't even complete the phone call because I didn't want to live like that. I didn't want to, um, you know, they said I have to be on medicine for the rest of my life. And I remember telling daddy, it just didn't sit with me being on medication. You remember you called me and said, how long am I going to take this on medicine? And I told you, as long you don't, you don't take it as long as forever you don't have to give this medicine to god mm -hmm. and i i'm not telling everybody to throw away their medicine but she had to have a relationship with god she had to, to ask god to help her find out who she is 
and, and it just like you cannot throw your medicine away. You got to get to a point that and that I can do this, and with God in front of my life, the head of my life, I could do this through Him because she had to learn to cope. She know when to say no. This is too much. You know how to relax. So. Here, Vicky is she exercising because she knows that help her depression. It helps her get through. She knows what type of food she has to eat, type of food to stay away from. You know, it is so complex when you have three children that is their mental illness. You know, and like you are very anxious. You 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 deal with your anxiety. And, and Jane, he deal, he deal with his anxiety and his depression. Do you know how it, it, the impact that three children that you brought in this world have mental illness? But as a parent, I had to do the utmost best that I can. And, and I said to myself, Come on, Bessie, shake yourself. I feel sorry for yourself. You know, you, you've been through all the classes. You know we all have that. Mm-hmm. Some point in our life that we all going to suffer from mental illness. And I guess you're asking, you, I guess you're out there wanting to know why are we going so deep in this? Because it's time that we as a race need to come together and accept who we are and be real and be real and that's the only way we can work through our mental illness be real about it yes this was going on with me tell yourself that you don't have to tell the world they're not going to help you the world going to help you no if somebody in your life is going to help you you're going to tell them and that's the only person you need to tell those people who's going to help you through this but this wasn't an easy topic to for me to put my kids out there. But it's just like I gotta do this. And you know, it took me with you. I know it's probably because it's still traumatic. Yeah. With you because you you know, you get you you, you get one at a place, now you're dealing with the next child. You get that child, and then now you gotta go back to the one that you thought was at a good place. Yeah. So you you you're you're juggling so many because mm-hmm. each child is different, and each child yeah. what they're going through and the experiences they're going yeah, through is different. So the strength of a mother has to. It's just it's, like this. It, it's a, a mother. What all the way as a mother, all the way is on her shoulders. Yeah, this society do not blame dads. <laughs> no, they blame mom. They blame the mother. Where's that mother? Why she does that? What? What? What is she doing? Why she calls that? Dad has a little halo around his head, and no one calls his name. It's all on the mother, and it is, and you know. And the only thing you do that a, a father, you know, I'm talking to people out there, but can you, 
you know, you said, first thing I used to say all the time, I used to say, when I can't get them under control or anything like that to do anything, I'm going to tell your dad when he comes. Everything's just, they just, they just get in place. And he, and I tell on him, and he said, you know, not to do that to your mama. That's it. Wow. The volume of his voice. That's all it took. I don't raise my boys. I don't came a witch. I got horns. And... And all it took, you know, not to. Yeah. I think through mine, it took me. It has taken me because I found out when I was 20. Here I am, 48. Mm -hmm. And it's probably taken me 20, 20 plus years to get to a place to say, I can talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I can talk about it. I can talk about how. God was with me, how we build a relationship through my process of discovering who I really was. Because when you're you mentally ill, not was, am, yes. you still here, God. You oh, yes, I am. Correct. Because when you're going through things, um, you're not the person God has promised you out of life. So. I feel, and you remember mama I called you? Mm. You remember I called you and I said, God delivered me? Oh, yes. You was in Florida? No. No, she was riding. I came, back, I came back home. Mm -hmm. I, was, I was taking um, classes. Um, I left, you know, I was working for Saks Incorporated. Mm -hmm. And then I left, I came home. Couldn't find a job, so I started working at Red Lobster because I was mm -hmm. doing that part-time anyway. And so in that process of working at Red Lobster, I really built a relationship with God. Yeah, when you was at Red Lobster? Mm -hmm. I built a relationship. I was with a group of girls. Um, we, you know, and I just remember going to this one particular church with a young gentleman that worked there. And I was just so intrigued. I just wanted to start reading more about God. And, and it was just getting me to a, just a place of that connectivity. And then I started learning about tithes. I started learning about um, paying, doing tithes, offerings, reading, going to Bible study, um, going to church. But that's the same thing you were probably about. church in Phoenix. It's so different, you know. You raise your children in the church, it doesn't click. It doesn't, I guess at that moment, how yeah. important. I think it was, it was you because it's a train a child the way they should go mm -hmm. when they depart so you're training us mm -hmm. how to go to church we was going mm -hmm. but i wasn't experiencing and that's a difference that's right i experienced just the fulfillment and the promise that god had and i still remember it was just me riding down the road and I was just praying, telling God, thank you. Thank you for where I'm at. Thank you for what you was doing. It was a prayer. And all of a sudden, I felt him deliver me. He delivered me from something that I didn't want. I did not want to take pills or nothing. He delivered me. I stopped at a store, called mom on the payphone, laughed at the devil and said, you couldn't hold me. Told mama. I remember telling mama, but the thing I did, and I could tell anybody, when God delivers you and he 
get and brings you into a new season. Don't carry your old season with you. Drop everything. everything. Leave your clothes, your shoes, the notes you wrote. Walk because I carried it with me. I carried it. He delivered me, but I still carried my past with me. So it became a weight. So I, even though I was still progressing, I still had a weight on me because I didn't let it go. And so now I'm in a place, I, I let it go. I don't care. I don't care if people say you're crazy. Well, if I'm crazy, you, crazy recognize crazy. So you must be crazy too. <laughs> too. <laughs> I mean, that's how we are
I mean, we we have a true forty nine years relationship. We start we didn't start off like that, but we we um we were responsible for Vicky, Jane Jr. and Patricia. We have a set a pattern to to for them to set a pattern how to raise their children. And I remember when I I felt, but my husband never did say anything. And when you feel that your husband is depressed, I I changed the whole inside of the house. I pulled the curtains down and fold them and put them up, put blinds in, and and let the light. Yeah, I gave him the light in, and I said I gotta help him. I have to help him because he he can't leave me. I can't do this by myself. I need my husband. I, my children need their daddy. And I, I just did everything I possibly could. I changed the food and eating. I, um, he started, I said, you got to start, you know, you, you love riding bikes. Ride that bike. Get out there and ride that bike. Oh, Do that walk. He didn't, he couldn't tell you how, really how, how he felt. I that. He just started riding bikes. Yeah, I don't remember a lot. Yeah, yeah. you know, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I'm sorry, but I remember sorry. he just all of a sudden came and he was riding by. We do, we just have to just be in tune of our man, and and also if any any men's out there listen, be in tune to your woman, your everything, your prince, your princess. Just don't talk it, but do it. And make her feel special. Make him feel special. Yeah, I think it's all right. Yeah. No, that was a good one. Mm -hmm. yeah, no problem. Mm -hmm. I can't. And I think I want to just say this to you, Patricia. Um, you being the baby, mom never. You probably thought she didn't know or she didn't understand. She go ahead and said. She my baby. And this little girl thought, I didn't love her. <laughs> I like I, I give you everything. But she wanted she wanted You was all. independent. She was so I feel like she just had to be independent. Why? Because, because what's going on yeah, with what's going on with Vicky? Vicky was gone with James and yeah. it was just like, why should I even but, bother. Yeah, and I and I we talked about this, mm -hmm. you know, and I said, mm -hmm. How would you know if you don't ask? Yeah, you did. I said yeah. I said it's not it's unfair to assume when you uh, make your assumptions when you've never asked. So I just think that mm -hmm. you're the baby. So you a lot of times mama learned from me. <laughs> so yeah. So it wasn't, oh, she know how this is going to go. Or, you know, even with your oldest child, you learn things. So it carries over. Oh, I know how to handle my third child or my second child. Oh, and no. so. You was my guinea pig. Yeah. I always say that. People look at, yeah, because you don't know. You have this baby. What do I do with it? Oh, my gosh. You know? Yeah. I mean, I sterilized everything. 
didn't want anybody to breathe over you. I didn't thought that what's coming out of that mouth would give you a journey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want anybody to hold you. Just when, was it a couple of weeks ago that I didn't even tell mama, but I told Vicky because I felt like you had so much on you. And I said, don't, don't, do that. don't tell mama that she
I, yeah, I need rest. That's what I need. I totally need rest, and I can't wait till the end of the the school year. School year, yeah, some rest, so I can relax more. But I definitely need some rest because when you're not, when you don't rest, oh, you can't write, you can't speak, you can't think. Here I am trying to you find words. You, no you can't think of your children's name. Johnny, Johnny, and like, you talking to Johnny? I mean, you call him Johnny, which you need to be calling. Mary, there is an issue. I'm good at that. I, I got that down pat. I call her Vicky. I call her Chloe, Lonnie. I mean, God, I know deep down I'm overwhelmed. I need to slow it down. That's why I take rest days. And, and I said, I'm not going to do anything next week. I'm just going to pamper myself. So that's what we should So I guess that's how we should end it. Like is um, we went longer than usual, um, but it was much needed. But we should end it is mental awareness month. Mental health awareness month and we just we want slow to it, just yeah. slow it down. Our words to everyone out there that's listening, just self care, take care of you and slow it down and i want to say this read luke 9 because in luke 9 god gave the disciples the power to go and speak against the enemy and also to speak against diseases so we all have the authority and a power to speak against anything that comes in our life yes so read that and when you read it, be convicted by it to understand that, you know what, the enemy can't control me, nothing can control me, whether it's cancer, mental illness, um, diabetes, nothing can control you because we all have the power and authority to speak against it. And once I learned that, that's how God delivered me. Go, girl. That's how he delivered me, when I learned how to do that. Go that's all I can say is that read Luke 9 and keep reading it, keep reading it, keep reading until you understand it. And then laugh at the devil. That's Quick. my daughter. Quick. That's my sister. <laughs> that's that's mommy. mommy. <laughs> <laughs> that's your mommy. All right. And we're going to end in our own special way. Take it off. I'm okay. Do, no, you're about to say. I don't know. I'm so <laughs> emotional. Are you okay? 